With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Athletic. Hi Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up at Wembley where it finished Liverpool 1, Chelsea nil after extra time in the Carabao Cup final. Coming up, we'll bring you all the best post-match reaction. We hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleagues Tony Evans and Mark Carey will drop by to give us their take on what was a dramatic afternoon in the capital. In by So it's all over here at Wembley. Liverpool have been crowned League Cup winners for a record 10th time. And this is a day that will live long in the memory banks. Jurgen Klopp described it as the most special trophy he's ever won. And I know some people will be scratching their heads thinking, well, hang on a minute, you've, you've won the Champions League and the Premier League with Liverpool. But he's obviously referring to the quite you know, remarkable circumstances in terms of how Liverpool pulled that off when you think... You know, 11 players missing before kickoff after Salah Nunes and Zabozlai, the three who were given an outside chance of being fit, were all ruled out. Then on top of that, you lose Ryan Gravenberg to a horrendous challenge from Caicedo midway through the first half. And then when you looked at how tired Liverpool looked out there, they're on their feet and Jurgen Klopp was brave, he was bold, showed the faith that he's got in these young players with the way that he turned to them when he felt that Liverpool needed fresh legs. And to think that Liverpool have, have won this trophy with, you know, Conor Bradley, Jarrell Kwanzaa, Bobby Clark, James McConnell, Jaden Dans. Dans had only played two minutes of senior football, having made his debut what, four days earlier against Luton. You know, this is, this is quite astonishing. So I think, you know, that is why you could see, you know, it meant so much to Klopp and there was so much emotion because, um, you know, it is extraordinary. And what a game it was. You know, there were a lot of parallels with the final against Chelsea two years ago in terms of you know, big saves, some, some poor misses, controversy, disallowed goals. It, it had just about everything this game. Yet, just as, it, just as it did in 2022, it somehow ended up goalless. I mean, when you think back to that, that first half, Quivine Kelleher, absolutely sensational again. What is it with Kelleher in this League Cup? He, he absolutely loves it. And that save from Cole Palmer in the first half was, was brilliant. And, and, you know, Liverpool had started really brightly. Diaz was a real threat. I thought Endo was excellent in the centre of midfield. Then, of course, there was that flashpoint where, you know, Kavanagh's had an absolute nightmare missing that, that challenge from Caicedo on Gravenberg. I thought, I thought John Brooks, who was on VAR, may well advise him to take a look at the screen with a view to giving a red card because it was that bad. Um, but, you know, remarkably, uh, Brooks said no. He felt that it was careless rather than serious foul play. So Caicedo stayed on while Gravenberg was stretched off. And when you think about that reshuffle, you know, Gomez going to right back, Harvey Elliott into midfield. And then suddenly Liverpool were in a major final with Connor Bradley playing on the right of the front three. 
Um, and then you had, you know, that Hearts were in mouths when, of course, Raheem Sterling taps in. The, the offside flag goes off, uh, goes up, and it was it was tight. But VAR quite rightly ruled that one out. You know, you had Gagpo's header hitting the post. Bradley had a good chance that was blocked. And then, you know, the second half, Liverpool thought they had that breakthrough when uh, you know it was a brilliant header from Van Dijk to convert Robertson's free kick. But again, VAR get involved. You know, Kavanagh sent to the monitor. Endo was ruled to be in an offside position, having blocked off Colwell. I, I've got to be honest, I thought that was very harsh. Colwell was never going to put in a challenge on Van Dijk. Um, but, you know, to their credit, Liverpool didn't let that sense of injustice uh, hamper them. You know, there were some, there were some let-offs like Dezassi somehow failed to score from about two yards out when it hit his thigh and bobbled up. And then you had, you know, Bobby Clark coming on for a tiring Connor Bradley at that point. You had Gallagher hitting the post for Chelsea and then you know right towards the end of the 90 minutes Klopp making those other changes with Simakas McConnell and Dan's on for Robertson McAllister and, and Gagpo and, and, and Liverpool really needed that, that freshness I think I think a lot of managers probably would have just stuck with senior pros that were retiring but you know, we know that Klopp is bold, he's brave, he, he, he keeps on talking up these youngsters, but he also, you know, he backs up those words with deeds in terms of giving them opportunities and we keep on seeing that faith being repaid. And, you know, Dan's was so close to being the hero himself. There was that Van Dijk header back across goal, Dan's nodded goalwards and it was, it was tipped over. You then had Kwanzaa coming on for Canate. I thought Canate was, was outstanding today as well, him and Van Dijk you know, were, were almost faultless in terms of keeping Chelsea at bay. You had Harvey Elliott hitting the post deep into extra time. And then, you know, he thought, I think everyone here probably resigned then to it being decided from, from, from penalties. But just on, the, just on the brink of that, it was, it was a really good delivery from Kostas Simakas from the corner. And there was Van Dijk darting towards the near post. This time he was not going to be denied by VAR or anyone else as he sent it flying into the bottom corner and then dropped to Simakas's feet, it, all exhausted, really, uh, before he was mobbed by his teammates. And there were some fantastic scenes afterwards, of course, Van Dijk and, and Klopp lifting the trophy together. That was a nice touch. Um, you know, you had, you had Kelleher in a headlock, a playful headlock, it, sh- it should, should say, from, from his manager, showing his appreciation for what was another brilliant performance from the Republic of Ireland International. You had Klopp, Dad dancing to Dua Lipa, all the ticker tape. And it was good to see Ryan Gravenberg, despite the fact he was on crutches after that horrendous challenge. He was out there in the thick of the celebrations as well. You know, also another worry was that Wataru Endo was in a protective boot on crutches as he left Wembley as well. Although I believe that is more, um, you know, as a precaution than any serious issue. So, um, yeah, a day to absolutely cherish at Wembley. You know, this, this one will get talked about for decades and decades to come. Because in the circumstances, when the chips were down, in the face of adversity, Liverpool somehow found a way. And there's, a, there's half a dozen or so young boys in that squad today that will never, ever forget this. Because you know, they played their part in what is going to go down in the history books as a, a really iconic triumph. Of course, you, know, you had the emotion as well of it being Klopp's farewell season. It's the first leg of what we all hope will be that dream quadruple. What a way to sign off that would be. But... Of course, you know, the next priority now is you know, there'll, be, there'll be no big party or anything like that tonight. They're in at Kirby on Monday morning because the preparations start for that FA Cup tie against Southampton on Wednesday. And uh, as Klopp said himself, the big priority now is to try and find 11 bodies still standing because Liverpool put absolutely everything into that at Wembley today and they got their reward. Carabao Cup winners 
2024. The first prize of springtime is heading home to Anfield. Liverpool for a record 10th time. Liverpool as if by right. Liverpool again. Carabao Cup winners. This, what we see here today, is so exceptional. We, we might never see again, and not because I'm on the sideline, because this things, these things happen, don't happen in football. I, I got told outside that there's an English phrase, you don't win trophies with kids. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, right in you. Um, it's, it is, in my a longer career than mine, but in my more than 20 years, easily the most special trophy I ever won. It's absolutely exceptional. I, I, and we, 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 sometimes I get asked if I'm proud of this, proud of that, proud of that, and it's really tricky. I, I don't know. I would wish. I wish I could feel pride more often. Just don't do. Tonight was an overwhelming feeling. I was, oh my God. What's going on here? I was proud of everybody involved in everything here. I was proud of our people for the way they they pushed us. I was proud of the, the, the stuff for creating this kind of atmosphere surrounding where these boys can just do what they are best at. I was proud of our academy, I was proud of my coaches, I was proud of so many things. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? It was really overwhelming. It had nothing to do with my maybe last game at Wembley. I, I, I checked that. Nothing to do with that. It was really because of how everybody contributed, seeing the faces after the game of the kids, Jaden dance. I, 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 can you create in football stories which definitely Nobody will ever forget. It's so true, it's so difficult because this happened before, this happened before, they wanted then, they did it there. This tonight, if you find if you find the same story with academy players coming on against the top, top, top side, and still winning it, I never heard of. Well next up Jurgen Klopp was asked about the importance of cementing his legacy with more silverware before he brings the curtain down on his Anfield reign at the end of the season. I couldn't care less about my legacy. It's not, I'm not here to create one. It's as a, as a manager of a football club, you are there to, to, to do the job, actually. And nothing what, what we did in the, in the last eight and a half years would have happened. It's not replaceable. You could have done the same in another club or whatever. It was exactly made for this combination and it's fantastic but we learned so much in that time I learned so much the people learned so much these people will get that's the one thing it's not a problem if the manager leaves or whatever if these people would leave our supporters would ever be a problem but as long as they are the way they are Liverpool Football Club will be fine and that's the most important thing and but for these kind of things you need from time to time you need something to really celebrate and come on, this was so special. You saw the game, you saw the circumstances. We had problems before the game. They became bigger during the game. We had a ref who was not up to the level of the game. That didn't help one or one team or the other. It was just like, what did he see? What is that? Like, oop. 
really no common sense again for refs. It's that's it's something that we, I'm not sure they don't teach it or they don't ask for it, but just not there. Um, and then getting through all this, you see tired players. You see, I have no clue who can play on Wednesday because we had players on the pitch in a la, in a, until the end of the game who had problems. We asked Harvey to stay, we asked um, Lucio to stay up front, don't go back anymore. Um, so I have no idea who can play on Wednesday, but for tonight, um, it is a night I will never forget. And if nobody else sees it like that, no problem. But uh, for me, it's uh, a really nice memory forever. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, then the conversation turned to the youthful makeup of that Liverpool squad today with Jurgen Klopp asked about the array of talent coming through from the academy and what a day that was for those youngsters who really rose to the challenge. Obviously, age is not at all in our thought process in that moment. We, we knew who we take. We knew that we have um, to build a squad was clear that uh, yesterday in training was uh, clear that these are these are the boys we, we will take um, and we needed fresh legs we needed it was clear um, yeah, and you can always think will you take off and then it's always the wrong one because do we take off Cody or do we take off Lucho do we take off Harvey or do we take off Maka do we take off Endo or Maka stuff like this or that's clear we have to change we have to make changes I mean, you then see, I mean, you, you follow us obviously pretty closely, and the development of Bobby Clark, like, oops, oops, oh, that's really crazy, I have to say. Um, uh, um, the development of James McCallum is absolutely insane. And Dancy, uh, Jane Dance, is only recently joined us in the first team training. I loved him from the first second really special and he comes on today and plays okay he came on the last game but now he, he and um, and now he comes on and, and can score two goals in a Carabao Cup final that's absolutely insane um, and the other kids out there obviously which we could have brought on as well Kumas and Trey and stuff like this some we left at home even Kate so it's it's just nice to to partner these boys in, in these moments, to be the first one, not the last one, obviously, but the first one who watched it. And um, the, way, the, 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 the way the, the experience group 
involves them is pretty special, pretty special. And um, it was wonderful. So many players, some were not allowed to come here today from our squad, but so many <laughs> players, celebrations. Uh, okay, Darwin and, and, and Dom are busy not fit in the moment, that's why they didn't play. But the celebration looked at 100%, let me say like that, so I have to talk about that with the medical department. Um, it is for this group and for the club a super special night. Well, watching that game today, it's hard to believe that Wataru Endo only cost a seventh of the fee that Chelsea paid for, for Moises Caicedo. The Japan international was immense one, uh, once again. You know, what, a, what a £16 million bargain Endo has been since that move from Stuttgart at the back end of the summer window. When Klopp was asked about the importance of Endo in terms of his development, his influence on this team that's now challenging for glory on all fronts. <laughs> that's a good one. A good development, yeah. Yeah, I said it a couple of times, we were lucky. Um, we bring him in and obviously Vataro, I'm pretty sure in three, four years Vataro will sign another long-term contract at Liverpool just because he's, he might be 30 or 31 in the, in the passport, but he's not. He's a machine. He's, he's footballing-wise exceptional. He's, he's defensive brain. He's outstanding. Gives us a lot of freedom for a lot of things. Um, yeah, top development, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. Very helpful. And finally, Jurgen Klopp was asked about his captain. What an immense performance that was today from Virgil van Dijk, an inspirational leader and certainly, you know, the sweetest way for him to secure the first trophy of his captaincy, heading home in the winner in the way he did. I love talking about my place. I really love it. Virgil van Dijk, from the first day since he stepped into Liverpool FC, is absolutely outstanding. But you anyway, in his lesser good moments, go for him like he didn't want to perform. Why is he like that? Oops. Oh, sorry. We're human beings. Happens from time to time. Um, that we are not spot on. Probably happens to you as well. Yes, thank God. He is absolutely spot on. In a top shape. But we need him. We need them all. Um, I think he learned an important lesson tonight for himself. Not that he needed to learn it, but he, we gave him the opportunity to learn it. Whatever happens, you always can win the game. Whatever. Because we couldn't explain to the players what the plan was. I could be explained to the players on the outside. We want them to do this and that. The majority of the other guys standing on the pitch just adapt to it. Kids come on, Harvey outside, Harvey inside, Joey inside, Harvey, stuff like this. And I was a player myself. You think, oh my God, what's the idea behind that? But nobody, I saw it in their faces. Nobody thought that they just thought, okay, come on, then we do it like that. And um, yeah, that will, he, he will not forget it, not only because it was the first trophy as a Liverpool captain, um, just because of the circumstances. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool pod. Well, this is Tony Evans from Wembley. Everyone's still celebrating manic scenes after Virgil van Dijk scored a last minute winner. Well, not quite last minute, but near enough. Been a very, very tense game, but I thought Liverpool had the better of it. And certainly we made more noise than Chelsea did. And that showed. But you know what? The main thing was... 
we entered the Carabao Cup in the same way we started with the kids. You know, it was amazing to see the substitutions that Jurgen Klopp made, the boldness of it all. You know, if you're going to put youngsters on the bench, well, be prepared to bring them on. And he was. And there you were in 87 minutes. And like, you think, oh, it's like a league game where he's bringing on, you know, young academy players to get some experience. But no, it was a bloody cup final. But he still brought them on. And as penalties loomed, you sort of thought, thought, well, you know, is this the greatest idea? And you know what? It was the greatest idea because we were better over the 90 minutes, even though Chelsea had the chances. And, you know, when the time come, they stood up. And, of course, the captain stood up and did the business. It was just uh, just a remarkable day at Wembley. And, you know, a couple of other people, I think... Worth mentioning, the goalkeeper, Kelleher. You know, people say he's a huge drop-off from Allison, And there's some truth in that. But he was excellent today. Some last-gasp tackling from the defenders, which was phenomenal, particularly in the first half. You know, Andy Robertson sliding back in to stop a Chelsea chance. And all over the pitch, there were heroes. Endo, who worked really hard in the midfield. You know, he does the grunt work without ever getting much praise. Well, actually, he gets loads of praise these days. But you know what I mean. They were going to pay £100 million for Caicedo. And what a joke that is. You know, you, when you see Enzo, you realise, well, I've always been saying that defensive midfielders should be the cheapest and easiest position to fill. And, you know, sure enough, you look at this, and this is another great moment for the Pro Football Club. And there are people who say, you know what, the cups don't matter. The cups do matter. And I'll tell you what, I'm here, I'm at Wembley, and it matters a lot. Tony Evans signing off, because I'm off to celebrate. Hello, Mark Carey here, data analyst for The Athletic. Uh, yeah, reporting from a very quiet Wembley just now after a really dramatic game with a particularly dramatic ending. Um, I mean, Virgil van Dijk will obviously get the, the headlines, but I do think it's worth discussing a few other Liverpool players who were so instrumental across the, the 120 minutes with extra time. I think starting at the back, obviously, Kevin Kelleher was fantastic in, in keeping out some really good efforts from, from Chelsea, whether it was a one-on-one chance or a, a close-range effort. He just always managed to, to get in the way of the ball, as he's done so often when he's he's come and, uh, and filled in. And now he's he's won two Carabao Cup finals in his in his past two uh, couple of years there. I think it's worth highlighting just how much he has stepped up, and he's really not let Jurgen Klopp down when he when he has deputised for Allison since since he's come in. And I looked into the numbers on this since he joined, and if we look at the volume of goals that he was expected to concede in all competitions based on the quality of shots that he's faced, compared with the number that he's actually conceded in that time. He's actually prevented nearly eight goals across his spell when you look at the, the, the numbers across this time, which is absolutely not to be underestimated considering 
that he's often come in with without much of a, a run of games beforehand. He's stepped up in these these big finals, as he's shown again today. And there was a really good Optus stat that I saw after the game, and it said that he hasn't conceded a goal in either of his two finals for Liverpool, obviously both against Chelsea, despite facing 13 shots on target and a 3.9 expected goals on target. So essentially he was expected to concede four goals, and of course he's conceded none. So again, he's, he's stepped up um, once again, uh, you know, after doing it so often for Liverpool when he's when he's deputised and I want to also speak about Wataru Endo who I thought again was was superb um, winning challenges in the middle of the park and always looking to receive the ball always showing for the ball and I think the main theme of his afternoon was his blocking at, at both ends of the pitch and I think that you know from an attacking perspective you could see that his role was to be the the blocker from from set pieces it was a clear tactic from Liverpool um, in set pieces and Andrew Robertson stood over the ball in the in the first half to take the, the free kick on the, the right-hand side and, and it was standing in an offside position. It caught my eye that he was doing something that was slightly different and it was obviously to, to block the Chelsea defenders and allow either Virgil van Dijk or Ibrahim Konate as the, the two most aerially dominant players to have a clear run at goal. And I thought it was a clever tactic and it happened a couple of times from set pieces and then obviously in the second half it, it happened for the what was the disallowed goal and it was deemed a technical offside which is something that is new to me um, which is the, the official line is that it's making an obvious action which clearly impacts on the ability of an opponent to play the ball and we won't go there now because it's superfluous to the conversation but I thought that he was was fantastic across the whole game and of course defensively as well the main block in that that first half was that last ditch uh, that last ditch challenge that that stopped Raheem Sterling from from putting Chelsea potentially one one nil up after Kelleher made that, that fantastic save. So, you know, one block was crucial in saving a goal, another almost helping in, in score a goal. But in general, I think he was fantastic. He showed such great experience with especially a young group of players. And that's obviously the, the main narrative, isn't it? Just how, how many young players Liverpool were, were able to feel today. It was so Jaden Dans, of course, 18, Bobby Clark, 19, James McConnell, 19. They, of course, all featured, and that's, that's actually the most teenagers to appear in a League Cup final for a team since Arsenal in 2007. So that's not even mentioning, obviously, Harvey Elliott, Connor Bradley and Jarrell Kwanzaa who obviously came on as well. Um, as I say, we, we know that that's the main storyline of, of this final, with playing so many young players, but there were so many good performances across the, the game. So I wanted to mention a few. And I think the final one I wanted to mention was, was Luis Diaz, who I thought was superb in being such a key attacking threat for Liverpool. And obviously we all know that he's had a, a tough few months and he was amazing in in constantly probing the, the Chelsea defence and he clearly ran himself into the the ground as he could barely walk with with cramp by the end of it and he had to be moved into more of a central area because he was wasted out on the the wing because he just couldn't accelerate with his, his cramp which I thought was quite funny but um you know I mean typically I don't like to use a player's statistics from a, a single game because it can be maybe a little bit misleading but I'll make an exception for this one because Diaz created four chances in the game, which was more than any other player on the pitch from both sides. He took five shots, which was more than any other player. And he had 18 touches in the opposition box, which was comfortably more than any other player on the pitch. The closest of, of anyone across the game was Conor Gallagher with, with seven. So it shows just how influential or you know how much Liverpool targeted that side. And to drill home that point, 45% um, of Liverpool's attacking touches came down their, their left channel across the game, which was the overwhelming majority. So it shows just how much 
you know, Diaz was a, a constant thorn in, in Chelsea's side all afternoon. And I mean, granted, Liverpool didn't have it their own way across the whole game. I mentioned about how many chances they had, you know, some fantastic opportunities that, that Chelsea had and Kelleher bailed Liverpool out at times. But I think, you know, having just listened to Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference, he spoke about just how big this this win was in terms of character and passion and emotion, all things that my numbers can't quite account for. But you know, Liverpool dug in, they got the victory, it was a memorable one. Um, and now they've, they've ensured that Klopp has at least one trophy in his, in his final season at the club. So that's it from us here at Wembley. For plenty more match reaction and analysis, check out The Athletic. I'll be back alongside Tony and the rest of the team in midweek for the Walk-On podcast. Thanks for joining me and we'll catch you then. Athletic.